we live in the freaking coolest time of the world right now when it comes to world travel. Like, oh man, the shit I've gotten to do in my life, but like say a hundred years ago, it would have been impossible for me to do the shit I've gotten to do in the world uh, and, and like visit. Like, okay, here's a good example. A few weeks back, Saren and I decided to head over to Belgium for her birthday. Uh, just a quick four-day trip over there. <laughs> that's, that's absurd. The fact that uh, we can fly straight into Brussels, spend a few days with a friend, and then fly back in less time that it would have taken me years ago to make a one-way journey there. I'm sure, like, what, boats? So I had to take a train to the coast, and I'd take a boat there. Like, that would have taken weeks to get over there back in the day, something I can just do in a freaking afternoon and get there. That blows my mind. Here, okay. I don't know if I've told you, by the way, I've got these two mental images when it comes to world travel. One has to do with geography and a sense of place. The other has to do with people and the human experience. And I don't know where this came from, but I've always viewed um, travel when it comes to place as we are all born with this blank sheet of paper, this white sheet of paper in our mind. And as we grow up and we learn about the world, we learn that there exists other places that we haven't been to or haven't seen yet. It's almost like we are drawing this outline of a map in pencil. So you get these outlines, drawing these outlines. Okay, I learned, oh, you know, I grew up in Nebraska. And so I start like learning that, oh, there's another state over. And then I had cousins that live in Iowa. So okay, I start filling out locations of America. And then I go to school and I start learning about world geography. So I start penciling in all these countries of the world. And then... Uh, maybe I watch an episode of Anthony Bourdain and he goes to Denmark and then so, okay, now I'm like filling in, I'm really getting a lot more detail about what Denmark's like. So I'm, I feel I'm filling in that kind of area with pencil in my mind, but it's not till I travel somewhere that I actually get to color in with vivid color, the maps of my mind. And Sarah and I are asked like she was, she was just talking to me how she was asked yet again at work uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, a coworker asked her, "Hey, so do you guys have like a bucket list of all the places you want to travel?" And she said she didn't really know how to respond to it because it's totally not what we have. Instead, in our minds, like we just want to fill out as much of this map in our mind with color together as much as possible. Uh, before we die and as much as before one of us dies, before one of us gets a restraining order against the other one, before you know, all these things that could inhibit us seeing the world together, we just want to fill it all in. No, yes, okay, maybe I am a bullshitter. There is, we have a hierarchy of like places we're genuinely just more curious about and want to travel. But generally speaking, there isn't a place that we don't want to go to. Uh, the other way I look at humanity when it comes to travel is I just, I don't think this is an original thought. I'm, I'm fairly certain I stole this from somebody else, but I view the world and the human existence specifically like this massive diamond. And I was born in a specific place. I was born at a specific time, speaking a specific language in a specific culture. And that has given me a specific vantage point to the diamond of the human experience. I have a very small view 
of the world and what it means to be human. And now that's not, that's not a bad thing. That's just, that's how everybody is. You're born, you are given this specific vantage point. When we travel, we twist the diamond and we get to see it from other angles. Oh, I know if I was born here, I would have, I would be the, the human experience. My life would look like this. And I would think like this, Oh, if I was here, that opens the entire world to me again, because then the goal becomes for me. I'm obsessed with how many times can I twist this diamond and go on different trips. And I think that's now that I think about it. I think that's the difference between vacation and travel. Travel, true travel, is uh, where you're going and you are filling in the color and the of the map in your mind, and you are twisting the diamond, having conversations with people, experiencing the world from a different angle. The reason I'm really freaking out about all this right now is because Sarah and I have been talking the past few weeks about the fact that. Uh, Delta has just released their nonstop flights from Minneapolis International Airport straight to uh, Japan. Sarah hasn't been. One of the biggest regrets about uh, traveling with music over Japan is the fact that we, you know, I, I just, I think it just comes down to the fact that I assumed there'd be another time. There's all, there'd always be another time. We don't need, I, you, maybe this isn't the time. This isn't the most convenient time to fly Sarah out and have her go on this part of the tour with us. There's gonna be another time that's a little bit more convenient. So I, Sarah never came out on any of the touring that I did over in Japan and I've regretted it, but it is, I'm waving my hand. I'm at my desk right now and I have these, um, 3M sticky notes just all over my desk. And I'm so, I'm talking so massively that my hands are waving and hitting sticky notes. Um, but anyway, Sarah and I've just been talking about how Japan has, uh, over the past year really found its way to being one of the top places priorities on our list that we'd like to see together. And she's been like 40 me tickets. So the, she just found the cheapest flights direct from Minneapolis to Japan. And they just happened to be over the week. We're going to be in Austria. And I think they were like one, like 1200 bucks round trip. It's crazy. I'm going to put a, she sent me a screenshot. So I'm going to put a, uh, in the link in the show notes below, I'm going to put a, the screenshot with the details. If you're interested in checking out Japan, but um, where was it going with all this? Oh yeah. I was thinking about this because last night's, uh, we had a, um, uh, my buddy Joel came over and we were, we, uh, Sarah, Joel and I were having dinner and we were talking about travel and life and we we're talking about getting older. I'm turning 38 at the end of this month. Like expectations. Like am I, am I like hitting the expectations that I thought I had? about turning 38. Does it look like, does it feel okay? Like I want to, should I get serious about some goals for the next few years of my life? What does that all look like? So we're having this like wide ranging conversation about all of it. And I realized that this actually was weirdly connected to another conversation about world travel that I had with another friend of mine a few weeks back. And what happened was, um, I had was grabbing drinks with a friend of mine and he was saying that he and his wife were going to do a Europe trip together uh, here within the next year. And he was trying to figure out if they should go to Ireland and visit or if they should go to Scotland and check that out. And he was asking me, so what are your thoughts about which one we should go to? And I was like, kind of caught back like, oh, like 
deciding between two places isn't necessarily like a, a question that regularly comes up in my mind. So as I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, how, like, maybe I'll just approach, I'll just tell you the difference between the two of them. Like, so I kind of started talking about, okay, well, here's the vibe and the experiences we had with Ireland. And here's how we kind of felt and looked like when we were adding color to the map in our mind while we were in Scotland. And he stops me and he says, well, before you go on, let me just remind you about how my wife and I like to travel. This is what we like to do. Uh, this is what we like to see. This is kind of the vibe of a trip we like to have. And it like really caught me off guard. And this isn't any, I, this is a really good friend of mine who uh, I love the way they think about the world. But in this moment, I was caught off guard because I was like, I don't, like why, what is it about this and the way we're approaching the decision-making of where to go that is just, I don't, not necessarily I feel like right or wrong about it, but I just it was foreign to me and I didn't know how to respond. And so I was thinking about it as we left the next day, it just kept sitting in my mind. And I realized that in my mind, we were going about this conversation completely wrong. And I feel like I, if I could go back in time, I would have stopped it and said, Hey, listen, instead of approaching it, like, this is what we like to do. This is the experience we want to have. Which of these two countries are you more curious about? Like which one like weighs on you the most? Like I've always been really curious about going to the highlands of Scotland. Maybe like what is Edinburgh like? I'd like to experience Edinburgh. And so we wanted to know about all this stuff. And so we were led by our curiosity for it. And I think that's how I would have approached the conversation if I could go back. Like, what are you most curious about with it when it comes to these two countries? So last night we're having a conversation with my friend Joel and we're talking about growing up and we're talking about life. And I realized I kind of do the same thing when it comes to getting older and life. Like what if instead of me focusing on this isn't what I pictured, it was, Oh, this is what me being 38 feels like. So I'm thinking about this next year. I'm thinking about, okay, actually I'm going to stop myself right now because I feel, um, that my bullshit meter is going off and I feel myself like wanting to put a bow on this. And so at the end of the day, this is the, this is the button and the moral of the story and what I think about how I'm a pro. No, it's just like right now I'm recording this. It's July 6th, 2023. I have, I have no idea to answer all this. And I don't, I, I want to be really hesitant to put like a really clean bow at the end of this. Just this is what I'm thinking about right now. Thinking about this month, some turning 38. How can I enter into this? Because I'm finally in my late, my late 30s, right? Like, okay, 30, 31, 32, those are your early 30s. 33, 34 is your your late early 30s, your mid 30s, and you have your early I've been in my early late 30s. And I feel like officially 38 is transitioning into my late 30s. As I transitioned that, at least this week, this month, how do I enter into this with curiosity, holding a far greater space in my head than my expectations?
Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's in Egypt to attempt it, but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy. <laughs> 